Yeah, Jeffrey Herlin's MXGP of Sweden. Finally, a post-race interview. Yeah. Uh, good day, I think. Speed was good. You survived the sighting up. Two of them as well. That can be done. Catch Three. you out. All weekend. And Saturday also. Look at you surviving weekends. And a win and a fourth. And an arm bump. Is that it? Interview done. We've summed <laughs> it up. I think it was good though. Speed was good. And look, you decided you were racing here on Wednesday. Really, technically, you shouldn't have been here. So to no. come away with a qualifying heat win, whole shots, good speed, like it's it's good. Yeah, we actually decided. Uh, we, uh, no, even Thursday morning, I spoke. I was still riding. I spoke to my mechanic. I was like, yeah, I was kind of matching Glenn's speed on practice, and I was like, yeah, he's I think the fastest guy around now, like late, late, the latest races. So I was like, yeah, I mean, it's just practice, you know. Like today, you see in race rhythm, I don't have race rhythm yet, but I mean, yesterday to co- come out like. Um, to come out uh, with a qualifying win was totally unexpected. That again put us some pressure for today. Well, I didn't have any pressure, but just like, especially first motor, we just have a small warm up in the morning, like 15 minutes. So it's just a few laps. And then, you know, I just wasn't really warmed up basically enough, my arms, and especially because I didn't do any races. Just had terrible, terrible arm pump. And after 10 minutes, couldn't hold on to the bike, still survive for another 10. But then, like, I so blowed up and then I didn't ride well anymore. And then even, my front wheel washed away and they rode over my bike and then uh, they broke my rear brake my rear brake well didn't go anymore and I was like oh whatever I'm just pulling out pulling out and then because uh, you know it didn't make any sense to take any risk you know they didn't want to take risks so then for a Moto2 I was like you know I, 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 I was like I don't want to pull a whole shot even though I do want that one but I'm just not like fast enough and things like that so second motor started around 10th and then uh, worked my way up to fourth. I mean, Favre crashed out though, but still, I think it was a was a good uh, was a good training, good weekend. Um, went better than expected. Besides first moto, I mean, even though I led for 20 minutes, don't talk about the second part. But totally, I think it's been a weekend, good weekend. Didn't make any crashes, didn't hurt myself, and going home healthy. When you got to that 20 minute mark of the first moto. Was there a little part of you that was thinking, okay, maybe at like six more laps, maybe I can do this, or were you just like, can someone pass me because I'm sick of leading and I can't do it anymore? No, I, I led, I led for ten out of, I don't know how many laps they did, like fifteen or yeah. eighteen or whatever. So I led more than half of the race, but at one point when you can't hold on to the bike, it's just getting dangerous. And I'm just, just if I bring myself in this and I crash myself, I'm fine with it because I decide, I decided so. But I don't want to take any other people out. So then I. Even though I just tipped over in a turn, Tonus went over, so I felt sorry for him because he shouldn't have. Uh, congratulations! He shouldn't have, have crashed. But uh, I mean, that's racing, and some, sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. But for me, it was a good practice, and I feel like you know I'm doing another race on the upcoming weekend, and then uh, go into uh, Turkey and hopefully uh, put it on uh, at least a top five, and hopefully put it on the box. And uh, for Shanghai, I still want to win a GP this year, so. Seeing what I can do now with less than two weeks of practice, hopefully in uh, yeah three more weeks I can hopefully still fight for a GP win at least. Second motor was easier, huh? Like starting in seventh, you could just settle in, yeah. get in your rhythm, or did you still get arm pump quite early on? No, the arm pump was way better. I still had a bit, but uh, always second motor is a bit better. I mean, if you're a racer, you would know, but it just yeah, it just takes some time and uh, yeah, I will get better every single weekend. But hey, I've been I did four weeks or five weeks in. May of riding and half June and now I'm doing two weeks so those guys been racing for since February and I've just done seven weeks on the bike you're on round three I'm, I'm still on preparation <laughs> races basically so uh, yeah, thank you. Uh, and 
Yeah, nah, my, my GP still needs to start. I'm going to take a guess here. You've been riding for, what, two weeks? Uh, zero hard pack or a little bit more than that? Uh, one day. <laughs> oh, that's enough. One or, no, actually I did twice. I shouldn't like two days on the, on the hard and I think like five days on the sand or so. So, yeah. But this wasn't really a hard track, but not a sand either. But this was sketchy. It was really slippery with all the stones and stuff. But it, it was a good practice. Like, that's why I just went here. I just wanted to take it as a practice. And I feel like I could have gone to France this weekend to practice. But nothing is better than this. And I have to fight those guys anyway soon. So then I would have had the problem in the That's why I decided last minute to come here. And then, uh, yeah, I think it was good. Uh, I feel like you crossing the finish line in a qualifying race and shrugging your shoulders pretty much summed it up. I guess the whole time you were again just like, OK, where is everyone? Like, look, this is this is my off-season race. Do you yeah. want to pass me? I was like, when are you guys going to pass me? I was like, my arms were like, seriously, I, I could like fill up the complete tire. So much air that was in my, in my, in my arms. I was like, pass me. I was like, I, I couldn't hold on to the bike anymore. But then I was like, yeah, all right three minutes so then it's like one minute or something and I was like alright two more laps last lap I was like alright I've done it but I was like ah oh, no points but uh, today yeah also like you know already after a few laps I felt a come in the arm pump and then it's just it, it's just so tough to ride I mean on the sand track you can last longer with arm pump but on the hard track you know it's especially this track is so sensitive and all the small stones are slippery yeah you just need to ride 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 and I think in a few races from now we'll be done so uh, it was a great practice uh, two more quick things. After seeing you this weekend, I'm feeling very, very confident that Assen's going to be spot on. Like you said before, maybe you won't be 100%, but if you're already winning qualifying races... Yeah. No, I will be. Well, 100%, I won't be 100 but if I'm 95, I'm, I'm good to win. So even if you check second mode, I was only 15 seconds or so behind the leader. So for a pensionated guy like me who hasn't been, who just like kind of come out of retirement almost, like hasn't raced for so long, I didn't do that bad, but... Definitely want to thank Red Bull KTM Race Team because, yeah, I just called them on Thursday morning and they made it all possible. They still brought one bike with Liam Everts and to, to at least have bikes here and to put everything together. So without them, I wouldn't have been here. So great job from the guys to still put it all together and let me ride, ride and race over here. Really want to thank them for that. And, uh, yeah, still want to bring the guys a win. And uh, last thing, put a number on it. 50% at the moment, 60%, less than that. Uh, the arms are zero, I'm taking it. The arms are minus, minus, minus one. And the riding, like, 60%, 70%. I mean, I'm just, like, you know, if I could be one second quicker now, I would have probably won the first motor, but I was just, just not fast enough to lead, so it was, like, kind of a train behind me because I was just not fast enough. So if I find one more second, which I hopefully will do in a short amount of time, then I'm good. But now I was just so, you know, I couldn't do my own pace and I had to defend everywhere and they were pushing left, right, up, down. So, yeah, it wasn't... <laughs> wasn't nice but uh, it was a great practice oh one more thing uh, Germany next weekend do they have sighting laps there do we need to be careful if Jesse Corners is if he, doing <laughs> he that, does turn up there sometimes oh does he then I I, so. pff, not looking forward to that then <laughs> to that sighting lap no I mean it wasn't his fault I mean I crashed behind the jump he, he tried to involve him he, he tried to not hit me so he did a great job actually by doing that but um, yeah I need to watch out of sight I, I survived this weekend so that's good Calvin Vlanderen uh, MXGP of Sweden uh, 4-1 on the day, uh, the motor win isn't a surprise at all. Imola, like we said, you were riding good, making passes when other people couldn't. Uh, qualifying race, I think it was Jacoby you were all, all over the back of. You were clearly faster, should have had that position. Uh, moto 1, clearly faster again, should have had that. And then Moto 2, you made it happen. First moto win since Lockett last year. So good things, although you didn't get the overall and Vial did with a 2-2, which must sting a tiny bit. Yeah, sure. Um, really happy to get that moto win. Uh, it's been a, been a while. Like you said, Lockett last year was my last one. 
Um, so yeah, my third one in my career, I think I'm going to write it down for sure. It's something special to get these wins. You don't come by them every day. Um, but it's been coming for a while. I think um, I've been feeling good the last, since being back from my injury, actually. I've had, I think, top five every single GP. So that's cool. Um, still building, still getting better. I feel like I'm still not 100%. I can still improve. Um, yesterday I felt a lot better on the track than today. Uh, I just rode really easy and I could just find find places to, well not to pass, but find places to catch up and things really quickly. Whereas today I, I knew I had that feeling yesterday and I was like trying to push it today in first race and I just pushed a little bit too hard and was just fighting the track, fighting the bike a bit and just making too many mistakes. And and then uh, yeah, I, I didn't have such a good feeling that first moto, but still came back to, to Henry and, and uh, I wanted to pass him, but just didn't have it in me. Track's so tough to pass this weekend. Uh, second race was a little bit better. Um, I was a little bit lucky to be honest with Adam crashing and, and Tom crashing but like like uh, if I didn't put pressure on them then they wouldn't have made the mistake so I just kept pushing and, and try to I knew that in my head I needed to put pressure on them and, and try to catch up which I was doing slowly I was a little bit faster um, but yeah to get that motor win was good and to go 4-1 uh, second overall it's a pretty good weekend Was it quite a relaxing win in the second one? Obviously it's been over a year now so although you've done it before I imagine your mind was going a little bit. And also, I guess you had no idea where Prado was, which I guess for all of you guys, that's a question mark because he could be coming or he could be not. Sure. Um, to be honest, Prado was behind me. Uh, even if he was right behind me, I knew it would be tough to pass um, because I'm kind of like similar speed to him this weekend. Uh, maybe he was a little bit faster, but I think it was tough to pass on this track. So I wasn't really looking where he was. I was looking at Vial in front of me and, and Steri in front of me. And um, I think Vial knew he had an overall win if, if I passed him. Um, so I also had that in the back of my head that I needed to put pressure on him and, and he would maybe let me pass um, and then as soon as I got past he was right behind me and then I just saw I was pulling a little bit of further gap and then the last two laps I just took it easy um, and it was actually quite a cool cool feeling to cross the finish line again in first uh, Tricky question but Lockett last year when you won that was like a phenomenal win and you were clearly riding well are you riding better than ever right now though? Like okay you're not on like a consistent streak of podiums but like I said before Imola you were making passes where no one else was you're only just coming back from injury I, I guess an argument could be made that this is the best you've ever been um, I don't think the best I've ever been Lockett last year I definitely that that race win was maybe the best I've ever ridden in a long time um, also I haven't had that feeling in a while um, I had that a bit yesterday to be honest that feeling and uh, even if I got past Henry I felt like I could push to Prado out front so that's that was a nice feeling to have that um, but yeah, I don't think that uh, I'm peaking at all. I think I still have a lot in me. Um, the starts this year have helped a bit. We've improved with the bike, and uh, that's also resulting in more consistent uh, results. Um, I think every single GP I've raced this year, I've been top five and close to podium, which uh, which is good for me. Uh, past in the past, I wasn't very consistent. I was always been fast, but not consistent. And uh, this year, it's been been good to get some consistent rides in and. Uh, yeah, it, it feels it feels good. I know that I'm one of the fastest out there, and that's that's uh, confidence-wise, it's quite a cool cool thing. Uh, two hot topics last week going around. There was a rumor that HSF are backing you to go to Sand and Construct. Uh, every single part of that rumor is wrong, basically. Not one single part of it's true, right? Yeah, true. Nothing I can say about that. I, I, actually, it's quite funny to hear all the rumors and things like that because. I know the guy from HSF and he's, he, uh, he likes to play a little bit and he, someone asked him, just one person asked him, ah, and you're going to sponsor, uh, I don't know who it was, but uh, he said, ah, oh, you never know. That's what he, oh, his no, words were, you never know. And then the next person's like, ah, oh, he's going to go, he's sponsor them. And, 
and then the word was around the paddock and then it was all on the sites and things like that and and i obviously know what's what's going on and it's not going to happen um yeah unfortunately hsf i think will stop um don't know if i'm allowed to say that but i think they will stop and uh yeah unfortunately that's a pity uh, i just said the same thing to stir you've just won a moto and you'd think that's like oh, okay now your phone's going to be ringing I kind of feel like we're at the point now where results don't even matter for you, Max, Sterry. Like, I don't know why, because they should do, but it kind of feels like no, you could uh, blitz the last five mo- uh, four motos now and that wouldn't make a difference to your situation. That's true, and, and I think that's also why I did well today is because I had that in the back of my head. Like, I don't even need results anymore. Um, and I just need a ride. And, and to be honest, I didn't care where I finished. If I was 10 and 10 or 15 15, I didn't care. It was just just going to ride the bike and and uh, end off strong this year obviously i want to win every time i get on the bike and and uh, that showed today but um yeah it's a difficult situation at the moment less too many riders for little teams and uh, i think everyone's looking for a ride and it's tough um i, I think the race went helped maybe a little bit but on the other hand all the all the spots are full so it didn't really help and uh, now everyone knows what we were hinting at with the nations last weekend uh, the team's been picked kind of you're one of two mx2 riders uh, how do you first of all when they approached you with the idea were you kind of very very confused um a little bit because i think now they have a it's more difficult for them to make a decision um the, everyone's looking at the team team netherlands or who, who they're going to pick and it's just building up and building up and uh yeah, it's. I think for the for the Khan MV and the Dutch Federation, it's going to be a difficult one because either way they go, there's going to be people like, no, you should have done the other one, and and uh, also in the nations. I mean, if if one rides well or one rides bad, um, then the other one's going to be like, oh, you should have taken that one, and and things like that. So it's it's cool to be in a team with with them. Um, yeah, we have some training days we're going to do, and I think Rowan is also racing um, Turkey and China, so they'll look at the results. And at the end of the day, they're going to take the best rider. And uh, anyway, if they take me or Rowan, we, we're going to be a strong team. Um, or they're going to be a strong team, I don't know. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's, uh, it is what it is, and I'm just trying to... To be honest, it's not really the goal at the moment. Uh, the goal is to get a, get a ride for next year, and that's the mo- most important thing at the moment. Um, so the nations will be cool to make maybe make it a cherry on the top uh, finish for the season. Um, but yeah, it will be cool to ride and race and uh, compete with America and the guys like that. When are these sand test days happening? I guess it's got to be before Turkey, hasn't it? Um, 19 and 20 of September, I what? think. That's, that's late. We can't. We, late. we need to get on the phone. That's too late. <laughs> it's late. It's late. I think you guys will only know like. Um, maybe a few days before the nations or something. So everyone's got to get graphics gear ready no matter what then? Yeah, I know that Fox are already making my gear already and, and the team obviously have been approached for, for coming there. I think their team as well. So it's a bit strange. I think, uh, yeah, it's difficult because the bikes and all that also need to be ready and it's it's not easy, but yeah, it's they should have... I think now they should have made it maybe made, made a decision earlier and stuck with it because now it's just a little bit difficult for them and I think what China's the 15th so that'll be the Wednesday or Thursday afterwards so you're still going to be jet lagged and the last thing you're going to want to do and kind of it's going to hurt you at the nations because instead of relaxing and rebuilding you're going to be trying to get fired up to hit a practice track as fast as possible yeah that's how it is I can't really change it um, we have four training days which is I, I think four? It's, <laughs> yeah four we have 19, 20 and then 23, 24 something like that I don't know um but I think it's cool to train with Jeffrey and Glenn and, and also with Rowan. Um, 
just to ride together. Obviously, if I if I don't get picked, I'll be riding for nothing, to be honest. Um, but yeah, I can't look at it that way. Adam Sterry, MXGP of Sweden. Uh, another great weekend, but like you're guessing you're not stoked because you could have had a podium and even a moto win. So yeah, I don't know how you feel. Yeah, sure. Um, coming into this weekend, I had my first European race win here, so... It's a little bit similar to Czech Republic, so I, I really like this place. I was looking for a good result, and one that I thought I could definitely podium at. Like you just said, first race I was fifth. Didn't make a good start, come from like ninth to fifth. Um, second race made a better start, was in was in third. Passed for second, followed Vial. We pulled a big gap, actually, and I was riding really comfortable behind Vial, and maybe, maybe a little bit too comfortable and uh, the shadow from the boards when I jump I was taking outside line and the shadow was there and either the rut broke or I just missed it with the front wheel and ended up going down and Flandrum was in front of me and I was getting I needed to pass Flandrum for the podium so I went all in and made another mistake so again I, I kind of threw it away myself so only me to blame on that one and I seen the moto win there and yeah they're f little and few to come by these days with Prado being so dominant so I was so easy behind Vial, I wanted that motor win. Uh, I made a mistake, but it's happened now. We're fourth again, and we've got two more GPs to not finish fourth. Uh, similar to Lockett, I guess you're good around here because traction, there isn't full traction, so you've got to kind of move with the bike, don't know what it's going to do, and like you said, that's why you're strong. Yeah, sure. I, I, I'm, I'm a little bit of a weirdo, actually. I don't know why I like tracks where there's no grip. When there's no grip, like Czech Republic, uh, here, when it's that stony, slidey stuff, when the bike's always moving, I really like it for some reason. When there's perfect traction, I don't really like it. That's why I like riding sand as well. The bike's always moving and uh, there's loads of stuff to, to, to focus on and it's difficult and technique and, yeah, I don't know why I like it, but that's just what it is and, um, yeah. Uh, anything you'd change about that second motor then? I guess just wait behind Vial for a little while longer? Yeah, sure, I would it was to be fair I didn't crash because I was trying to pass him I was just staying behind him uh, I wasn't r close enough to pass him I was like maybe one second behind him so just a mistake on my behalf I think maybe because I was so comfortable behind him maybe I lapsed of concentration but yeah no regrets I just it's happened now and uh, I have to be happy with how I've rode um, yeah, I rode solid all weekend again if a little bit of luck went my way I could have been on the podium but it is what it is, and now we're on uh, three times fourth. So, uh, what was going through your head when you were chasing Vial? Because, like you say, it was coming easy to you. You were comfortable, and like a nanosecond before you crashed, I messaged someone and said, "Steri's going to win this," because it was visible that you kind of had it in you. Yeah, I was comfortable riding easy. I thought, "Is this can be a moto win?" You know, and uh, yeah, but it, it can change in a split second. One small mistake, especially how, however, I like this track. When, when you ride these conditions with so many stones and sliding and shadow and the sun's there it's a lot easier to make a mistake rather than when it's perfect grip so there is plus sides and downsides but yeah like I said I have to be happy with my riding it's been such a good weekend for the team as well um, unfortunately bittersweet because of Henry also and uh, yeah I missed the podium but Rowan European champion so we're like a family uh, so I'm proud of him for that and he rode super good all year and really deserve that chat title you're in a better mood about this than i thought you would i genuinely thought you wouldn't even do an interview so like are you crying on the inside or <laughs> to be fair with anything in life i'm always like after the race i was super pissed if you come if you come within the first 30 minutes after the race i was really 
really annoyed by myself and because especially because I threw it away this time it, this is the third time I've been fourth it could have easily been three times on the podium but yeah what can you do it's happened I always think it, it what's the point worrying about it now it's happened and uh, yeah what's the point and being annoyed all afternoon and annoyed for the next week what's the point it's uh, there's no point in that just need to move on and we've got two GPs two more opportunities and to get that final MX2 podium that I've been trying to get for the last four years uh, Mark Chamberlain's here obviously you're riding well you're literally our only MX2 rider now we literally have no one else what is going on because like look it's not confirmed I, I don't I don't know what you need to do I mean you didn't get on the podium so maybe that would have helped but like <laughs> what what do you know what's happening like what is happening um, I'm very mad about it <laughs> yeah me also uh, no uh, yeah, I just spoke to, to Mark to be honest. So, um, either way, as barring no injuries, I'm on the team. So, it's not official, but I can start making progress for that, and yeah, that I'm really happy about. And uh, yeah, so I don't know what bike I'll be riding, but hopefully a 250, as that's what I'm been riding all year, and I've got a good bike in that. So, we'll see what he decides. But yeah, I couldn't be any more proud and happy to represent. Team GB in Assen if I get there with no injuries and that's an if because there's two more races left so you never know but I've been riding good all year so I think I deserve the spot anyway but I think today even more so proved that I should have that 250 ride so. uh, Note how he says hopefully 250 and finally uh, next year anything happening any more talks I guess this helps or does it I don't know like Flandrin needs a ride and he won the moto and he's got nothing either so do results even matter at this point? Yeah, you would like to think so. Um, but, yeah, like you said, Vlandron has nothing. At the moment, I, I have nothing, and the teams are getting full by the second, so even my options are getting less and less. Um, but, yeah, I can only just keep focusing on what I'm doing. I'm, I'm speaking to people, but, to be honest, there's really not much progress. And Yeah, maybe next year you'll have to see uh, the AS811 race team making an appearance, but... I don't know, I hope it doesn't come to that. It is something that I would do, but hopefully uh, yeah, I've proven that I'm, I'm good. Wait, 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 wait. It is something you do? Yeah, sure. What else am I going to do? I'm not going to retire, am I? Yeah, but not GPs. Or, like, get an AS811 team in Britain. Like, would you actually come... Would you actually go that far with it and, like, travel to... I mean, Argentina would be a bit tough in that situation, but Vulcan, Suárez, Trentino, all of those places. I mean, I haven't got that much money, but... <laughs> If uh, people would like to help, then <laughs> if it gets to that point, then that's something I would do. Honestly, I feel like I can ride a 450 so much better, and, and it's a new challenge, and yeah, we haven't got to that point yet, so I don't want to, that was a bit of banter, but um, <laughs> I've still had no official offers, so it's getting to the to the point, there's only, t- there's only two races left now, so um, hopefully I would have had something sorted by now, but um, at the moment I have nothing, and yeah, hopefully I can sort something. And if not, like I said in the other interviews, I'm not, I'm not worrying about it. I'm only trying my hardest at the weekend. Um, yeah, what can I do about it? I'm I'm enjoying it. I enjoy coming to the races. I think I can do even better on a 450. Like I said, my weight and size and how I ride is much better for a 450. So, um, yeah, that's it. Uh, Jeremy Stewart, MXGP of Sweden. It looked like it was going to be a rough day, obviously crashing in the second turn of the first moto. This track, that's pretty much a disaster, but somehow you walked away with fourth overall. I still don't know how that happened, so all things considered, that's decent. 
Yeah, I mean, uh, I went from nearly getting the whole shot that first moto with a perfect start to being dead last after corner two because like kind of, you know, two lines came together and uh, I hit the rear wheel of Cotier. It was a race incident that happens. I mean, we have 18 GPs and, you know, out of 18 GPs with all those motos, you know, you can't always, you know, get through. But today it happened on the wrong place because Sudevala is the worst place to pass. But yeah, to look at the points now and being uh, fourth overall after this incident, I think it's, it's the best I could have made of, of what happened. Even though I, I lost a few positions in that second moto, could have finished maybe third or fourth, managed in the end to be fifth. But uh, I knew it was sketchy. I took a lot of risk out in the last few laps. Saro crashing, saw many others doing mistakes. So I just rode a bit for the championship for once because uh, all my competitors were behind me. So I just were happy where I was let Glenn by he was really good today and ended up fourth overall which is you know I can't be super happy of course but I'm 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 solid and and take that for sure especially for the championship are you surprised just how much progress you made in the first moto because like we say tough to pass around here and when I realized just how high up you got I was pretty amazed yeah I did because you know <clears throat> like uh, in the beginning I I make up a lot of ground and then <laughs> what is this guy doing close your doors <laughs> and then you know I kind of got a bit stuck but I I, I knew the, the last 10 minutes is my time you know and uh, yeah he's not gonna scare me and uh, I waited I waited I couldn't pass some riders for a few laps and then the last 10 minutes I put the effort in again and I went to 7th and uh, yeah I mean I was a bit uh, because my goal after the crash was like yeah get a top 10 get a top 10 and I ended up 7th which was you know pretty cool track was better for that today than yesterday though right if you guys said it was one line yesterday or there was only two good lines or whatever I, it was more dry today but you could pass maybe a bit better I've, I don't know yesterday it was more wet from the rain still the takeoffs were a lot better today because they were kind of soft and sketchy yesterday but you know, overall, it's it's the Valla. You know, it's it's a special kind of track. But I usually love it. I struggled yesterday a bit actually, but managed to turn it around today into good speed. And yeah, Ford overall. So, what about racing around this place for the first time on a 450? Was it a bit of a shock to the system? Yeah, it's tight, slippery. You know, it's. I mean, we raced Lockett a few years, uh, a few weeks ago, but this somehow people say it's same but it's not at all the same it's a bit more narrow a bit more rutted but the ruts are really small and easy to you know you need to ride really precise here in Nudevala and on a 450 uh, it's especially hard you know I, I would love to have a 250 here you know uh, turning in all these ruts and, and tight corners and this kind of stuff things but you know we made it you know happen quite okay today it's funny this week I was just randomly thinking about your season as a whole and like you're second in the championship that's amazing that's all good I think a lot of people forget where you started because that was like a rough start and when you think about where you actually came from had someone told you when you were laying in bed with a lung infection in January or whatever that you'd be battling for second in the championship that would have blown your mind (laughs) yeah it would it would for sure I mean you know I came to Argentina with uh, only a few weeks on the bike but coming you know a few weeks on the bike after an injury I mean you still have bike time but I came from zero zero with my lung like I remember end of no it was February already when I could like go outside again after my lung infection the doctor told me yeah you can go outside go for a walk half an hour I was yeah yeah now I go again but 
literally I walked up a small hill I did a three kilometer lap walking and I my heart rate was 160 like higher than I go now for a run you know it was massive you know I was really down and I saw social media everybody's training everybody's strong getting ready for the first few uh, Italian championship races and I was sitting home I couldn't you know do nothing I couldn't run for five minutes I was on the floor you know so after all of that you know it's for sure amazing to be back I mean I finished 10th and 11th in Argentina and now I'm second in the championship you know I think we made a big progress luckily the GP calendar had a big break this year where I could really catch up with many things and that helped me in the end you know to turn it around and that's the insane thing you're outside of a top 10 in a motor in Argentina and I was looking at some of your stats yesterday and I think you've literally been out of the top 10 twice I think I think it has just been twice like that's phenomenal yes I crashed in Arco in the first lap pretty big ones with another rider where I was out of top 10 and Argentina first moto I think that's it you know and after that I finished uh, in the top five I think a lot a lot so this is I think what makes me being second in the championship just you know the consistency Consistency. I don't know how we've ended up talking about your year as a whole but still I feel like it's good and I feel like we need to tell people that (laughs) yeah sure I mean we have two races to go but you know I managed a good gap to the third place in the championship fourth even more so I have nothing to stress about at the moment I can go to Turkey and have fun focus on racing and and then soon look forward to the nations and and after that of so many races sure uh, yeah we are also looking forward to a small break after the season and you know uh, start everything again from new Uh, that's one more thing actually somehow I don't think we've spoken about the nations at all but Switzerland's got a strong team Valentin's obviously a question mark but if he does half of what we know he can do then it's a really good team I think uh, if Valentin gets some things together we can yeah make something special happen even though Assen is one really special place you know it can you know play out positive or negative but uh, we see you know at the moment many other teams seem to struggle a little bit I mean today sadly Romain had a big crash so uh, best of luck for him but also France are, is a bit you know less strong now And but we see you know Valentin I mean he's going to race a 250 Honda I think you know he's not in a proper proper team like factory level so I don't know if he gets his suspension dialed, his starts, his, you know, he just didn't race all year on a GP level, which is a whole different story. But, you know, this is the funny thing about the nation. It's always a complete new story and people can be doing well, which struggled all year and the opposite. So, yeah, we hope the best and maybe we can make something special happen. Arno Tonus, MXGP of Sweden. It was actually a positive weekend, or it could have been, but then there were these little mistakes that kind of wrecked it. But look before those mistakes and it could have been good but oh yeah <laughs> yeah it really depends on how you look at it um yeah the first moto was i couldn't really uh escape that that thing because it was uh jeffrey crashing in front of me i was attacking him so i was close and I, yeah it just happened so uh but second moto was was my mistake i lost the front so yeah those small mistakes uh hurts but I mean, the riding was really good in second mode, so I'll keep the positive and uh, move on to Turkey. Now we have a bit of time off, um, some good training on the bike. I think it will be uh, some good last GPs for me. Although the results weren't what you wanted, can you be happy with your speed and your pace and all of that? Like, was that good enough for you to leave here going, it's okay, it's fine? Well, it's exactly like we said before, you can see it either way, or you can say it's shit because... 
um, crashes and results were not there or you can look at the positive I am not gonna lie to myself for sure it's frustrating and disappointing because uh, it's not the result I wanted but I see the good stuff and uh, like the riding in second moto I felt really good and I think this was a good step forward to be back on this this speed and uh, carry that momentum for the next races. I guess it's tough because a weekend like this you would have taken back at the start of the season but compare this to the podium, podium, podium and it's obviously not as good. So I guess that makes it harder for you to judge results on weekends like this. Yeah, for sure. It w- depends on what you compare. But overall, like... Um, I'm healthy and in the top five in the championship, two rounds to go. So if we see the big picture, it's very positive. For sure, I want to be uh, more consistently on the podium and up there. But I have also to accept the, the process of learning to be consistent on a full year. And I just, yeah, keep learning and get better. That's actually something we haven't talked about. You've been pretty close to Gautier in the championship all year. And a bronze medal would obviously be pretty nice. How much have you been focused on shrinking that gap? Because before this weekend, it's pretty much been 20 points forever. So it's been possible. Yeah. So have you been watching that a little bit? Yeah, yeah, of course. At one point, we were even closer than this. But the last few rounds for me, I didn't put so much points. So uh, that's frustrated. But I mean, yeah, again, depends on how you see things. But for sure, it's, um, yeah, I lost quite some, some points. And also on Kolonov, I think, passed me. So I'm now fifth. So I'll just have to keep my best on the next round and see what we can do again look at expectations at the beginning of the year if i told you you would finish fifth in a championship you probably would have been like awesome brilliant but now we kind of know third was possible so could you are you happy to be in fifth like how again how do you look at that one <laughs> um it's not over so i don't look at it like i'm fifth in the championship because it's two rounds to go many things can happen i'm gonna go out there and do my best and talk about it after China as well as the other thing yeah. uh, last, th- last thing last thing uh, do you feel like you're riding just as well now as you were in uh, Tushintal and all those places where the podium streak was happening uh, today yes second moto I feel like it was really quality riding at one point I was uh, like with those two guys fastest on track so uh, yeah it's just about bit, be a bit more uh, like less mistakes that's it but I think my riding is good I guess it comes down to starts as well because I feel like you haven't really, aside from the second motor today, had those lately. Yeah, start helps, of course, but also um, I think it goes together with how you feel on the bike because sometimes you can have a great start, but if you're not right there, you just lose position. So I felt like I was able to keep that pace and be quite comfortable up there. So yeah, that's what we need. I'm I'm happy about this. Uh, Tommy Sell, MXGP of Sweden. Uh, Another good race good starts uh, second moto when Paul Lamb passed you and you tried to come back on him after pit lane like squared him up that was pretty much the highlight of my weekend so I feel like based on your smile I'm going to say it was a good weekend no it was okay I am um, yeah I mean the weekend was alright it starts off pretty steady for me because I'm still struggling to, to train I'm having a little my ribs feel fine now it's just my hand the way I held onto the handlebars I'm sort of um I don't know, I'm like riding on my palms instead of relaxed and it, and I'm, then I'm riding really awkward, like the positioning on my bike, I'm not loose. So the Saturdays are always a real struggle. I think, again, I was 17th in qualifying and I can't really push still. So to come away with another top 10 uh, is a good weekend. I think obviously the starts helped me a lot, this bike, um, and the team have been great. So 
yeah, we're improving. I mean, not improving every weekend because last weekend was better, but we're going, yeah, it's pretty solid weekends, which is quite nice. Did you get quite fired up after Strybos passed you in the second one? I think you got a bit close at the end of pit lane, and then a couple of people said to me that they could see you were fired up. Yeah, the team said to me, ah, you can't let that happen, that's fucking... And I'm just like, look, I was already a bit tired. I'm not, I've had enough crashes this year without losing, seeing Red miss and trying to get him back. But the last couple of laps I tried, um, you know, I wanted to pass him and I dropped my lap times down a little bit, but I was already uh, feeling a little bit tired by that point. And um, I think he was just going a little bit faster than me. So it wasn't that bad. I mean, it's a bit naughty, but it wasn't like he T-boned me. He just sort of shot down the inside. Um, but no, other than that, I, I nearly got the whole shot. I sort of the line was there I could see it and these, the can you imagine if you got a whole shot like I don't know what you do no I think I was about a couple of inches off of it off the whole shot but the problem was I was facing the wrong way <laughs> I was just on the throttle heading towards the boards so I come through probably in second about a couple of inches but then I had a shot off pretty drastically and then um, about six guys but I think about seven people passed me because I was facing the wrong way going over the whole shot line but I just wanted to get a whole shot um, but overall, weekend's all right. Hopefully, I can go now and um, just start getting back into my routine a little bit. I, I don't think I've done a, a decent day's practicing in eight weeks. So if I can just be a bit more relaxed, recover, and, and come just a little bit more confident up with myself on the bike, then I'll be happy for Turkey. I'm getting a bit uh, concerned that your hand's not going to get better before the end of the season. Like, Should it not be kind of getting a little bit there by now? Um, well, the bone was broken, so it's been four weeks since I broke the bone, so... Um, is what it is really it takes time but it is feeling better it's a lot better when I get really like G'd up before the race put my music on I take a lot of painkillers throughout the weekend and then um, it does feel better in the races Saturday I struggle quite a lot but like we have two weeks now that'd be six weeks when I get to Turkey and normally around six weeks that's when it starts to feel better so it'd be really nice if I can come there and have a proper go there in China and see what happens uh, I've basically been stalling this whole interview because the one thing I want to talk to you about uh, Nations, Mark Chamberlain's here and it's getting good <laughs> uh, I guess that you've spoken to him this weekend what's going on? I just see Mark a little bit ago um, I don't know what's going on I think the team's pretty straightforward You know, they, they picked the team with the, yeah, I'm not sure yeah I'm not sure what, what Mark's thinking but from my point of view Sterry's doing good he's on a 250 Max is healthy and Sean's a good sand rider so Right now, I'm quite happy for that team to go. If Mark has a, um, a different opinion, then I'm here to race, and I always give my best for Great Britain. But uh, Mal's been on the phone a lot, I know, to Chamberlain, and he's putting his point across quite well because uh, it's a bit noisy. But yeah, Mal's on at me every day saying that he wants to um, he wants to do nations, and that he feels that he was really like shocked that they didn't. He wasn't the first choice, obviously, with his European win last year in Lommel. He's pretty much saying that he's basically Britain's last rider to win in the sand. So I don't know what, what Chamberlain's saying, but I think Mel's, Mel's a bit, I don't know, he, he really wants to do it and he feels that he should be doing it. Percentage chance that you're actually going to do the Nations? Like, from what I can gather, you've kind of been asked if you're an option. So if you had to put a number on it right now, how likely does it look like you'll be there? Um, no, I honestly don't know. I'm quite happy for the other boys to do it. Like, so Let's be honest, you don't want to do it, do you? Sand race, you, like, if you had the choice, you would rather not go. If it was hard pack, then you'd be an obvious choice based on what's going on. But 
pretty much. I haven't really rode the sand for a long time because of my injury before Lommel. Didn't race in Lommel. Um, but as I said, Mel sort of Mel really wants to do it, and I think honestly, as he's the last winner in the sand, Mel's pretty up there in the choice. With Mark. would you would you choose him over Ando on a two-stroke? Uh, I don't know, Mel and Ando. Maybe both of them. You could have Mel and Ando, depending on what happens with Max, really. Um, but I don't know. I just think Mel's been kicking off the last two weeks. To be honest, like. I know Chamberlain hadn't been answering his calls and, and Big Mal was on the phone to me saying that Little Mal should be picked, so see what happens. Dirk Grubel, MXGP of Sweden. Uh, Jeffrey's back, which I didn't think was going to happen and neither did you. Uh, first of all, actually, let's do that. So last week when I interviewed you, we both kind of said it wasn't going to happen, so how did it happen? Well, last weekend Glenn won the GP, obviously, and then uh, Monday, Tuesday, they had all that Dutch Federation happenings and a little bit like show training and this and that and Wednesday they went training together and he rode the same speed as Glenn so yeah I don't know they gave him some extra boost seemed like and said oh I think I come to Sweden yeah, okay but we need to organize it I mean it was not really planned so we had not really all bikes here and uh, yeah we organized all the material no problem um, I was more worried about how he gonna race here you know because I mean, if Jeffrey Herling says, yes, I just come for riding, uh, yeah, we know the story. Yeah? So, no, that's a dangerous part with him, and, and I think it's with every race. So once they have the helmet on and it's going well, they just ride, and even if they're not fit, they go over their own abilities, and uh, yeah, shit can happen. Eh? Luckily, he was smart today. Yesterday, I mean, he came out swinging, winning the... the the qualification race, but it's only 20 minutes. Today, first race, whole shot, uh, all of us been like tense straight away, like holy moly, no good. Because we know what he does, you know. He, he tried as long as he could, and um, yeah, but then after 20 minutes, uh, yeah, he, he really battled with arm pump, and since he was five times on the bike before, and but he did a good job. He he tipped over and unfortunately uh, Tonus crashed on him. It looked worse than it was and uh, second race he just used really as a training. Didn't win the start, what was a good thing. And uh, had a really good rhythm. Um, I think sometimes he had even the same time set, uh, as the front. Like, uh, so it was in the end of the day good training for him and um, yeah, all preparation towards Assen, towards Turkey and no, I, he, he did well. He could have been way worse, you know. Did you try to convince him to not race here? Or is there kind of no talking to him once he's made his mind up? Well, we talked about it at one point. We said, yeah, leave it, whatever. Yeah, let's leave it. But uh, yeah, he, he wanted to train so bad with it. Like, yeah, only one preseason race. Like, next week, the German Masters wasn't enough for him, obviously, to, to return to Turkey. And yeah, today he got a lot of cobwebs out already, it looks like. He knows how to deal with the arm pump. And... No, next week will be better and Turkey will be already good, I think. How stressful was the qualifying race? I guess you were just kind of watching it through like your fingers, hoping, praying that nothing bad was going to happen. No, actually, it was not too bad because he didn't look sketchy. Like, he looked comfortable out on the bike and the speed he was doing. And at one point I thought he could not really manage till the end, but uh, he did. It was, it's, a, it's a very like difficult track to pass. And uh, yeah, he lifted off his start, of course, and... <laughs> 
blocked everybody. I think the guys behind them have been a bit faster, but they just couldn't get a final run. Him like so, yeah, he just won it. I think that was the most impressive thing in my eyes because obviously he was fast at the beginning in actually the first motor and the qualifying race and then around 10 minutes in he started to dip and I was like oh, okay this is the beginning of the end but then he picked it back up and set, was the fastest man on track again so for him to be able to have that ability to just wick it up when he wants to at this time is really positive No, oh, but uh, when, when Glenn made that approach to pass him like you said then he shifted the next gear and in the long run it was a mistake yeah. because I think he could have survived the whole distance uh, on his speed and his rhythm but not the, what they've been pushing him through so that was too much for him and he, he locked up at the point then and had really terrible arm pump and that's why he, he made that little mistake and went down and yeah nothing happened luckily like I say but, but he has that thing that he just finds another second but now he's not fit enough to, to hold on for another 10 minutes the fact that he was so good here is like just so positive for Assen because if he's winning qualifying races and leading races around this track which may be the worst one for him aside from Lockett based on history like where's he going to be in the sand in a month like that's worrying for other people (laughs) no I mean also Glenn you know like these two guys riding together in the first race that's uh, we talked on the radio said yeah that's uh, looks like a little preview for Assen more or less or that's what actually you wish from KTM side, and uh, but they're both up to speed. Also, Glenn and he's he's gaining confidence every week, and I'm sure Jeffrey will be uh, be ready till till Arsen comes up. And uh, if you have his two results solid there, and if Glenn's results are solid there, and then whoever they're gonna choose, if it's Ron or if it's a Kelvin, it's it's gonna be a really strong team. I I'm afraid of you know. And uh, so you had stress from Herlins being back. And then you had stress from trying to watch Tom take his first GP win, which means he did it, obviously, and you finally got a trophy. It's been a long, long time since you got to stand on the podium, but congratulations, because you got your first one in 2019. Well, it's last year I was spoiled, I have to say. You know, uh, I was too much up there, the air thin there. So <laughs> you, you get a little bit lightheaded at the point, I guess, and you take it for granted, but you shouldn't. You see how fast it turns around, and uh, but this year with Tom, like really on a steady way upwards every week. Last week, big setback for the kid. Uh, yeah, two crashes and not good, zero points. But this week he rode really well from from the start again, and uh, even the first one he gave Horge a run for the money. Always uh, staying there, just two seconds behind him, and second one, yeah, he was just there, and then uh, everybody around him they. They went down, himself went down. I mean, he got really tiny in the end. Uh, we showed him, stay second, you're safe for GP win. Uh, and then all of a sudden, uh, Sterry really lost his pace and, uh, and Horge went for him. And it nearly didn't happen, huh? like one lap more and uh, no way. But it was just in time <laughs> that the race was over. And I think 10 meters more already because they, they went over the finish line uh, nearly side by side. So. I was, I was thinking this because obviously you told him or his mechanic told him three laps in a row, stay second, it's the overall and he obviously celebrated when he came across the line. So how the hell would you have gone up to him and gone, uh, something changed right at the end? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's out of your hand but I think personally, I mean he made a mistake when he went down, uh, gave away the lead yeah. uh, but going after Kelvin, I think uh, the, the track would have bite him. Yeah. 
you know, then the chance would have been so big that he goes down, and uh, that's why we, we tried to keep him calm and stay in second. What looked good at the time, <laughs> but uh, sometimes, uh, yeah, <laughs> life's a bitch. <laughs> and and uh, it just turns things around in, in, in a minute. Uh, no, luckily he rolled out. I, I, I was really relieved when, like you say, he came over, he celebrated already. The, the, <laughs> the family was in tears and and I, I was still staring <laughs> at the finish line and, okay, okay, stare, 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 okay. You've never been such a big Adam Stary no, fan. No, exactly, yeah, put it that way, yeah. Never been such a big Adam Stary fan. I was happy. I mean, it's just amazing. Uh, first GP win is always some something really special and... Yeah, he did it today and he deserved it. He was the fastest guy out there. Sever Briliakov at MXGP of Sweden. I don't know, but I kind of think this was maybe your best race of the season. Maybe not results-wise, but speed. Like, yesterday was really good. Qualifying race was really good. This is definitely, if it's not your best, it's one of your best. So I guess you're leaving here happy. Uh, yeah, of course, as you were right, it's one of the best results I've gotten, one of the best races of the season. I actually was just building up myself all season long, you know, being back after two bad injuries, you know, and just have don't have that confidence of being behind the gate with the with the best in the world and having it back and I had some good races like Mantua for example that was yeah, it was my best result. Uh yeah, tied for tenth in the points, you know. Uh and yeah, some other rounds and I like towards the end of the season, starting like from pretty much Czech, I was I was up there, but unfortunately not all the time uh, I came to the finish in the same place like do some yeah, do some issues you know we had and uh, like same like Imola I, I, I was really there and I was focused to get myself inside top 10 like and I was like really good off the start and I was battling and coming forward and then like unfortunately both times being on 12th and fighting towards yeah forward and uh, yeah having some issues with yeah some technical problems uh, yeah forced me to start pretty much again from the last and got back to like 16 and 18 I was yeah so disappointed after that one and here yeah I've like it's my uh, final GP this year we're not gonna go to Turkey and China so I was kind of yeah I'm still a little bit yeah frustrated about this one but I mean that's fine I'm, and this race as you said was quite a solid one especially the, the second motor I guess that's what sucks like you've kind of caught fire really late and if you could have another 10 rounds that's probably best for you because then you could really continue to climb and prove to other teams what you can do yeah of course i mean uh that's right if you could could have it a lot long, longer but i mean it's already long enough i had my time and uh i had my injuries you know and uh, i had to deal with this situation you know and obviously i think i've showed to to the people around what i can do in my fitness there you know like even today in the second motor i'm, I'm all, i can push till the last lap that's not a problem i mean they probably can see that lack of confidence uh, is not there you know uh like i'm not really putting the the speed sometimes but i was getting back and the progress that's what i think counts in the end of the day for especially in my situation so i'm taking it and then i really looking forward what what the future will brings now like with with some extra yeah with some other probably offers i don't know i really like now up in the air you know but i i know what i'm capable of yeah i've been one of the best guys in mx2 class uh for yeah last like two three years uh and i know i can be the same in mxgp this track's good for you i'm guessing because a you were good this weekend and the first time that i ever really noticed you and made me go like oh fucking hell was uh 2015 here on a jtech honda i think you went five five and I, was, I still remember that was the first ever time I was like who the fuck is this guy so I guess this is a track you like 
yeah, that's right. I was like, actually, from this is the track where all my like best highlights so far of my career <laughs> started from. You know, like 2015 with Jade Honda. Um, yeah, I, I nearly hit the podium, like missed by one podium by one point. Sorry. Uh, yeah, the, the track is nice because it's more like a natural. Uh, natural track old school stuff you know with the with the track conditions very very tricky and then you need a lot of throttle control and uh, yeah and of course I'm quite enjoying this track and uh, I was I was pointing yeah kind of thinking a lot about this weekend because it's my, my final round and I was really looking especially after Saturday qualifying that I could have done uh, could have done like top 10 finish in this race but unfortunately first motor crash and bad start in the second one didn't make it happen for me is this track better on a 250 than a 450 though obviously it's quite slick tight twisty a lot of guys i've spoken to have said they'd rather have a 250 around it yeah like i mean it, it always depends like for the fourth yeah it's, it's just two different bikes for me so far like uh how you need to approach the bike like with the 250 i could actually do whatever i wanted to do and uh yeah because the bike is a lot lighter and yeah it was just fine if it just goes sideways you can easily you can just stick it under yourself but like with the 450 when the thing goes it goes you know it's just like i mean there's a lot of work i've done to hold this bike under myself and i'm quite happy with that one because i've been all season long consistently finishing the motos unless i had some technical issues so that's the main thing for me and that was the goal and i've had it in my head and with brian we were setting it up you know and all yeah everyone knew that i need to just finish the season because unfortunately with the, some bad luck the couple of like yeah the last two years couldn't make this happen while well, it wasn't my fault so this year i was just i i think i've proved to everyone that i'm quite a consistent rider and i just need uh yeah all the package together and i can go up there uh, last thing then Obviously, you haven't got anything signed for next year, but do you know if there's an option to go back here or have other teams approached you yet? Are things at least happening in the pits or not really? I think it's like 70, 60% of the riders in the MXGP class is just really up in the air because even many teams are just don't know what they're going to yeah. do, like which brand they're going to go and, and all these things, you know. And so far, yeah, I'm, I'm stressing out a little bit even, you know. But uh, I will be very bad if I don't have a ride because like as I say I've been very good in MX2 class and uh, unfortunately of the, some things happen uh, and now I progressed this year and I actually showed that I can be yeah good and then I can come back to the top 10s even like already this year you know and, and then next year it can be even better you know so of course and I'm I'm just yeah wondering and I'm trying to do my best to, to see uh, yeah if, if someone come around and uh, yeah, but I'm I'm looking forward as I say. It's just kind of kind of weird, you know. The whole things happens and I think it's not only me saying that and then many riders is just like yeah, really up in the air. But for me it's uh, yeah, I'm a professional motocross rider. That's it. Like I, I'm doing this yeah, because I love it to do and, and I, I hope to stay in the in the MXGP because I'm definitely not done yet. Kevin Hawkmo, MXGP of Sweden. Look, if you look compare it to uh, Lockett, then obviously the results weren't quite as good, so that's maybe a bit of a bummer. But speed was just as good. You showed potential again, so it's just all positive. Like everything you're doing at the moment is great for a opening eyes of teams for the future and just your future in general. Like you can't be mad at anything that's going on. No, I'm really happy. But uh, yeah, of course, Saturday was a lot better here. 
uh, than in Lockett because then I struggled a little bit on Saturday, but I turned it around on Sunday. But here, yeah, I struggled a lot uh, now on Sunday. The track was really difficult and, uh, yeah, didn't click with the track, to be honest. So after my crash in race one, I maybe pushed a little bit too much. And then, yeah, it went downhill from there, to be honest. And, yeah, I think it's a little bit because it's so many fans here and people, uh, yeah, that I know that shows up by the camper. And, yeah, just a stressful weekend with a lot of things going on. And also had some problems with the bike, like, yeah, some minor issues that we didn't find out before 20 minutes before race one so luckily we yeah got got through it so it got fixed but of course that puts you in a little bit of a strange situation well you sat on the line before motor one then wondering if a you were going to make it to the end and b if your bike was going to die on one of the big jumps like was that how bad it was no we figured out what this was it was just like a minor problem that when I was running on idle, it just shut off. So it was no worries when I rode because I rode it practice and I had no issues at all. So, but it's a little bit, yeah, not so nice when you know that the bike can stop anytime. But uh, yeah, I got confirmation that everything was fixed for Moto One. So I didn't think about that. But of course, the stress level before the Moto is a little bit higher than you want. So. And the one thing we need to make sure everyone knows is time practice. When your bike died uh, on that lap, I think you went green in sector one and then purple in sector two. So no one's going to notice that because obviously sat at home you don't see that. But everyone needs to know and who knows what would have happened if you'd finished that lap. Yeah, I think for sure I could have been a little bit higher up and uh, that would boost my confidence as well. But yeah, in the waves, uh, my bike just malfunctions. I think uh, sometimes it happens. It was something, uh, yeah really big we didn't even dare to open it now so i needed to use my spare race bike which was also perfect so it was working good but uh, yeah just couldn't get the flow in the motors are you surprised at your speed both here and at locket obviously you know you're one of the top guys in the mx250 but are you surprised just how easy it's come in mx2 yeah it's a little bit more easy actually for me in mx2 because you have more time and everything is a little bit more calm so I feel like I don't stress as much on the European. You're like in the first first few rounds, you always stress because you know the series is short and everything. But here I come and have nothing to lose because I'm not in the championship chase or anything. So I think that together with just uh, yeah, try to keep the shoulders relaxed and uh, yeah, having fun is a big part of it. Uh, and I hear that you've already got a deal done for MX2 next year. Obviously, if you have, you can't say too much, but are you definitely going up? Yeah, we are standing here by the car now, and as you probably can tell, it's a new bike there, so it's still orange, but uh, yeah, new team. And MX2 definitely, right? Yes. Happy about that? I guess if you'd been forced to do EMX250 for another year, you are, especially after how well you've ridden, that would have pissed you off a little bit. Yeah, it's a short series, and when I've been doing this quite uh, well results I would be a championship contender so I think like the stress on me would be a lot higher so I think it's time for me to move up now I had some good results in the European class and two good seasons there now since my injury and racing the MX2 tried a little bit of a few rounds I think yeah for sure the, the level and everything is good for me in the MX2 next year.